And this is a meditation on the six elements. So the four physical elements we were hearing about before. Earth, water, fire and wind. And then uh, fifth element space and the sixth element consciousness. So in a way, you know, it encapsulates all of the four protective meditations in some way. So we're just starting by becoming aware of the body as it sits here. And tapping or biting your teeth together and feeling the direct experience of what it is, hardness. Hardness, structure, as opposed to softness. That is earth element. That's the quality of earth element. And it's you know, in our bones particularly we can feel it. And the teeth are considered the tips of the bones. And we can just start with a body scan, you know, on the top of our head. And sweeping down to the neck, bones, earth element. Neck, vertebrae, earth element. One shoulder, earth element. Upper arm, earth element. Lower arm, earth element. And the fingers, earth element. Many, many small bones. And then the other shoulder, bone, earth element. <coughs> Upper arm, earth element. Lower arm, earth element. Fingers, earth element. Then the torso with the spine and the ribcage, earth element. The pelvis, earth element. One upper leg, earth element. Lower leg, earth element. Foot, earth element. And the other upper leg, earth element. 
lower leg, earth element, foot, earth element. The whole body is permeated by earth element. Earth element internally and earth element externally are exactly the same earth element. Earth element is empty, empty of self. And if we don't, you know, ingest earth element as food for like about one or two months, the body is going to shut down. It cannot sustain itself without constant intake and letting go of earth element. And then the mountains and the rocks and the concrete outside, it's exactly the same earth element as the earth element in our bodies. There's no difference. It's just earth element. And its main quality is hardness as opposed to softness and structure. That brings us to the water element. Quality of water element is fluidity, wetness, cohesion. If you know we would sit only on earth element, it would be quicksand, but because there's also water element, it sticks together. Chair or the cushion you're sitting on. And the water element, the whole body consists about of 75% of water element. <coughs> and we can, you know, become aware of it in the mouth, in the eyes, and also in the flesh, which is permeated by blood and other liquids. And we can do another scan now, becoming aware of water element the cohesion, softness of that, the liquidity, wetness. Starting with the feet, both feet, water element. Both lower legs, water element. Both upper legs, water element. Pelvis, water element. Torso, water element. Hands, water element. Arms, water element. Shoulders, water element. Neck, water element. And the head, water element. The whole body is permeated by water element. Water element internally 
and water element externally, the lakes and the rivers and rain clouds and the oceans, is exactly the same water element. Water element is empty, empty of a self. And if we don't take in water as water element as beverages for like five days or so, the body is going to shut down. It can't exist without constantly taking in and letting go of water element. Water element is empty, empty of a self. It doesn't belong to anyone. And then, you know, if water element is too cold, it freezes. And if it gets too hot, it evaporates. So it needs to be in a certain temperature fast to be able to live. That brings us to the next element, a fire element, which is, uh, we can feel it in the mouth as heat, maybe under our armpits. It's hot and cold. We can feel it probably on our skin also. Here's air conditioning in this room. We can feel probably the coolness, you know, where the air meets the skin. We can start sweeping down from the top of the head or the face. Fire element. <coughs> how this how we feel the coolness on the skin. Go to the neck, fire element. Both shoulders. Fire element, arms, fire element, hands, fire element, torso, fire element. You might feel, you know, the digestion going on in your stomach, feel the heat of that, pelvis, fire element. Upper legs, fire element. Lower legs, fire element. And the feet, fire element. This whole body is permeated by fire element. Fire element internally and fire element externally. It's exactly the same fire element. Fire element is empty, empty of a self, and all a fire element on this planet comes from the sun. It's either, you know, the sun rays which hit this planet, or all of the, the vegetation and all organic matter, you know, which has been uh, transformed into fossil fuels or some kind of uh, material which is burnt too much on this planet now. And we need to stop, we need to leave it in the ground. We need to find other ways of uh, accessing energy.
and then the, we come to the wind element, which we can you know, become conscious of through the breathing process, the constant change. And you know, the oxygen which we are breathing in is uh, the result of a transformation process of the plants who take in CO2 and then uh, transform it into oxygen. And over the deep time, you know, this has produced like a certain amount of oxygen in this ecosystem, you know, and if you compare the atmosphere, you know, which is conducive to human and other life forms around this planet, it's about the same thickness at the, as the skin of an apple. So it's very, very thin, actually. It's not like a huge, huge, huge amount. It's very, very little, actually. The skin of an apple only. And we are totally dependent on that. And, and this, all of this, CO, this uh, oxygen is produced by plants. And, you know, plants in the oceans and plants on the surface of the earth, but nevertheless plants. So we need to leave those plants untouched so they can do this work for us. Because we can't do it. And uh, the Venom Thich Nhat Hanh, you know, who died last year, I think. Or was it this year? I'm not even sure. You know, he spoke about interbeing. And, and this meditation, I think, drives that very well home, this interbeing. Us and, and the planet, we are one being. Different, you know, presentations of one and the same being. And this is you know, a meditation which can, through repetition, you know, like any other skill we can learn, like playing an instrument, driving a car, we need to repeat it many times in order to become really adept in it. And to becoming really adept in this is to live from that place. To treat planet Earth as if we would be it because we are it. So, you know, take the in-breath. Taking in air and knowing, you know, this air comes to us over deep time and it's constantly recycled through the plants on this planet. And this air has gone through many, many many different living beings, you know, some dinosaurs and Napoleon and many different beings have been using this air before us, which is now in our lungs, 
for a moment or two and then somebody else takes it. There's a constant exchange. And you know, if we are allowing ourselves to look at this process in this way, the mind starts to open up in awe, really. And we can, you know, get in touch with a certain sense of enrichment. You know, the, the recognition we are not separate, we are part of something so much bigger. And the more, you know, we can train our minds to be able to appreciate that and to be able to relate to that, there comes a different kind of safety, you know, which we don't need to make happen through buying more stuff. but it's through clearing out of old patterns of thinking and relating. That's how we can access that very different kind of security the, which comes from being grounded in reality by not you know, having to struggle and do it all ourselves, but by kind of getting into the flow of things, how they really are. Just letting go of the past and opening to what's really happening. As a you know individual but also as a as a society. And first, you know, we do it together with those who are on the same wavelength. Our tribe, you can say, you know. And then hoping that it will slowly but surely, you know, become more wider knowledge, that it might be taught in schools, you know, that it might be part of the education system, because it's so, so important. becoming aware of the space in this room which doesn't end at the walls of the room it goes on you know limitless through the whole universe space element is also in our bodies you know in the the mouth the ears the eyes the womb different Openings of the body, space element. And you know, listening into that immeasurable space with the silence which is behind all sounds, 
behind the sound of the air conditioning. Allowing the mind to really open wide. And whenever your mind contracts around the thought or something, just coming back to listening into the silence, into the space. And then, you know, dropping the space and the silence and becoming aware of that which knows the space. Like, you know, almost like making a U-turn. Looking at that which knows. That's the consciousness element. A being that knowing. But just resting in the knowing. Or resting as the knowing. That's a better way of saying it, actually. That which knows, it's not a thing. It is what it is. We can't really pin it down with words, but we can be it. That which knows all of the other five elements, earth, water, fire, wind and space. This knowing which is like the sky, the limitless sky, which knows all of the clouds and birds and airplanes, whatever, moves through, has a beginning, a middle and an end, it can be known. And this knowing is the first of the three refuges, the refuge of Buddha. Not the historical Buddha, but the quality of knowing, awareness. Of not identifying with those constantly changing objects, but knowing them for what they are, they are impermanent. They are ultimately unsatisfactory and they are empty, empty of a self. 
And if that is really truly known for what it is, it leads to a letting go. A letting go which comes from wisdom and compassion, not from despair and depression. And then out of that letting go emerges action, you know, appropriate action, which is different for everyone, and knowing, you know, what we can uh, contribute. You know, and into that empty knowing, just, you know, dropping in an intention, dropping in a question for whatever, you know, you would like to know about your particular life situation and see, you know, what comes back. Like if you're dropping a stone into a lake, just take that drop in a, a question. So the innate intelligence which resides in those elements because they are all different manifestations of nature. And those, you know, this intelligence is operating since billions of years and our bodies are rooted in these elements and death is it's just one occurrence you know which is again and again you know mixing the cards new and putting out a new set on the table basically but it's always the same game We can't escape that, but we can work ourselves into ever greater wisdom and compassion so we have more and more perspective on this process and then we can choose in which direction we want to go.
and these teachings, you know, are very pragmatic instructions how that can be done. So, and for the you know last five minutes or so, just you know staying with uh, the breath, with the constant changingness of the breath impermanence. which is you know, the most obvious of the Dhammas through which we can enter into that practice which you know culminates in, in letting go and through that letting go there is some space for an emergent wisdom and compassion to arise in our lives and in our minds. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.